Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19, all new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. A 13-year-old getting their septum pierced. 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And I'm not there is a celebrity associated with this story, and I will share who that is, but I'd like to take calls first. Sure. Because I don't want people to be swayed by knowing more information. Um, but Let's say a 13-year-old came to you and said, I'd like to get my septum pierced. What do you say? 651-641-1071. We've got Leanne on the line. Hi, Leanne. Hi. Leanne, how do you feel about a 13-year-old getting their septum pierced? Well, my daughter has wanted a septum piercing since 13. She just turned 18. She got it done, paid for it herself, was able to sign for it herself because she was 18. And I think that piercing is a privilege it's not like a god-given right that we get just because we want it Mm -hmm. what did you say to her when she was 13 and she would ask for one uh well first thing i told her was never under my roof okay so Mm -hmm. obviously this was a while ago then as she got older and was more responsible i'm like you know what when you're 18 if that's a choice you want to make i wholeheartedly support it but your body's still growing your brain is still growing at 18 i feel like you're fairly confident to make the choice if that's something yeah. you still want and yeah. you've, you've worked for it you've earned it you something you've wanted it wasn't i want it mom and dad got it for me 10 minutes later and then you're like oh wait i don't want that why'd you let me do that mm-hmm. right that makes sense leanne thank you so Thanks, much for leanne. your thoughtful response um monica's on the line hi monica monica if your 13 year old or a 13 year old came to you and said i want to get my septum pierced what's your response well, actually, my 14-year-old came to me um, and said she wanted it, and I took her. There you I go. I think it's, it's a, such a non... I mean, I'd understand maybe other places, but you set them, you can hide it. Mm-hmm. You, you don't even see the hole. Um, I know I got my nose pierced when I was 16, and I got the outer part. And for me personally, I don't wear it anymore, but... There you can see a hole, but in your septum, you can't see anything. Mm-hmm. Such a non-issue. I yeah, mean, so when you like, want to take it out, go, it's and, not like there's a scar there. Or there is, but it's not like, yeah, I don't look in people's so noses. Yeah. I don't know why people get so like wrapped up in it. It's mm-hmm. so silly. It's not a tattoo or anything like that. Thank you, Monica. Uh, let's go to Stacy. Hi, Stacy. Stacy, a 13-year-old comes to you and says, I want to get my septum pierced. What do you say? I am for it if... Um, that's what they want. It's their individuality and their way of expressing of who they are. My son is going to be 28 and boys didn't have their ears pierced when he was younger and he wanted his ear pierced. So we went and did it together. Mm-hmm. I, love it. Just, I, I think it's a way that kids can express themselves. 
Thank you yeah. very much, Stacy, for your call. Uh, and let's have uh, Jeff will give the final word. Hi, Jeff. What would you say to a 13-year-old wanting a septum piercing? Well, my initial reaction is, I'm your father. I will not tolerate mutilation to your body, no tattoos. I'm very conservative, which is why I never had kids. But I feel very strongly about people making their choices once they are of an age to, um, mm-hmm. you know, live with the consequences. Mm-hmm. When they're a child, I, I get I have very strong feelings about it. But I tell you, I would probably defer to my wife when it came right down to it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So well, there you go. Thank you thank for your you. call, Jeff. Well, the reason that I uh, wanted to throw that out there is because somebody is getting a lot of pushback mm. because she allowed her 13-year-old daughter to get a septum piercing. Oh, who? And that person is Farah Abraham. Oh, well, uh, so obvious. And it's interesting because I, you know, I saw this article and uh, listen, I am trust me. I am happy to jump on any bandwagon uh that is critical of Farah Abraham. <laughs> Because she's a, she is a, a lot. Uh, yeah, she's made some very interesting choices yes. as a parent that maybe a lot of other people wouldn't. So here's how this all played out. Uh, Sophia, her 13-year-old daughter, uh, who she had, and as a result of uh, her having that child, they were both on the show 16 and Pregnant. Mm-hmm. And then she went on, Farrah Abraham went on to be on Teen Mom. And of course, Sophia then was also a part of that because... Well, she's her daughter. Yeah. Sophia is now 13 years old, and Sophia has her own Instagram. And um, Farah is sort of encourages Which a probably like publishes, but whatever. That's right. Exactly. Story. But um, Farah encourages Sophia to have a public persona. So Sophia took to her own Instagram. Possibly it was Farah Abraham. To your yeah. point, who posted a picture of her? She's got purple hair. And a septum ring. And uh, the caption says, I got my septum piercing for my birthday. I am so happy with how it turned out. I am the first person in my family to Aww. get a septum piercing at 13. Birthday wish came true. Mm. And apparently, that's when the critics came out. And oh, Farah sure. is definitely defending her decision. Uh, and, and probably really poorly, but sure. Actually, you know, honestly, and again, I am happy to jump on any bandwagon uh, when it comes to Farrah Abraham. But I actually think, well, okay, to be fair, I'm reading about it and not what she's actually say, said. The words that came out of her mouth were probably not that yeah. erudite, but sure. But she says um, that uh, she she her job is to make her happy and healthy and she's doing her best as a parent and if that's if what makes uh sophia happy and healthy is to have a septum piercing then so be it and she said that for her it was more important that it be done by a professional rather than sophia sneaking off to do it instead which you know that is an argument that is a thing yeah for sure that people say and people would be concerned about Mm -hmm. um because kids make weird choices and do things without knowing the safest way to do them yeah, uh, or, or ignoring the safest ways to do it. So I don't know. Anyway, I just thought it was interesting. I thought, okay, so this is kind of an interesting conversation to have a 13 year old wants their septum pierced. Mm -hmm. What do you say to that? And it's, I think we always want to hop on Farah. Like I said, I'm happy to do that, but taking her out of the picture, it's, Mm -hmm. it was interesting to me that people 
that some people thought, well, no, if that's fine. It's not a big deal. So you're saying you think more people would react negatively just because it's Farah? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm predisposed to do that. Oh, for sure. Um, anyway, it's interesting. Uh, I'm, I don't have a septum piercing. And I don't have a child that has expressed an interest yeah. for one either. So thank you to everybody who called. I just think that, you know, I mean, I don't have children and so I don't make these decisions and you're not asking me what my opinion is, but I would say it really just, it, it's probably a matter of, you know, individual parents making choices for what they think is right for their kids. So like, who's going to argue with that? But also culturally, some people are just more comfortable with piercings and yeah. things like that. So anybody who's getting too animated about it just seems a little silly. Yeah. I mean, listen, I actually, from what I can tell of what Ferris said, there was a discussion around it. There was inf- like information was shared. It was a decision. Of the list of the things that I would be critical of her as a right. parent for and only from an audience perspective because she puts things out into the public and therefore I have opinions about them. This mm-hmm. seems pretty low on the list. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you, everybody, for participating in our uh, discussion about septum piercing. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, speaking of septum piercings, somebody who has one, Amanda Bynes. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yes. Uh, There's actually news about her conservatorship. We are going to talk about that after this on My Talk 1071. Uh, A name that we haven't talked about in quite some time, but used to talk about really on the daily, Amanda Bynes. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hey. And what's up with our girl Amanda Bynes? Well, you know, just a few weeks after Britney Spears, and I mean, it's hard to believe it's only been weeks since Britney Spears was freed from her conservatorship of 13 plus years. Our friend Amanda Bynes, and friend of the program because we talked about her for so long, as you said, is about, hopefully, fingers crossed, to end her nine-year conservatorship. And oh gosh, it's been nine years. It's been nine Holy years. buckets. Yeah, and we were there from the beginning. So, you know, it's been about a decade, and the good news is there is no drama here. Uh, the, the only drama is really just not knowing how this will all play out, but it seems clear that her, apparent, uh, that her parents, rather, Amanda Bynes' parents, are in full support of Amanda's attorneys requesting for the end of this conservatorship. And I wow. can tell you all kinds of details and stuff and how this is all going to work and what she's been up to and all that kind of stuff. However, I just wanted to take a moment to be like, wow, after nine years, um, we're now coming to, you know, a new chapter, hopefully for Amanda Bynes, who for the listener and, you know, Colleen, if you want to remind the audience, like what journey we were on with her, it was not always very good. No, and actually, even within the last nine years, uh, while she's been under a conservatorship, it has been there have been moments that have been concerning. Yeah, but Amanda Bynes really did have. Um, I mean, I can't even remember all of the parts of the roller coaster. But at one point, she was like, uh, you know, throwing like um, glass bongs mm-hmm. off of penthouse apartments in, in New, New York. York. She set a fire in a. Um, this was oh, kind of the, the dog. culminating, uh, yeah, the culminating uh, factor prior to the uh, to the conservatorship. She had set a fire in a in a driveway mm-hmm. of a home. In any case, she clearly was in a in a space, and uh, she had a public meltdown, and yes. a pretty pretty public meltdown in a way that I think really schooled. Um, you know, certainly us paying attention, but I think a lot of other people paying attention to stories like this who used it as kind of like a punchline. A lot of people in the media 
um, you know, really just treated her as a joke. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think we've moved to a better place since then, thankfully. But it has been nine years. And by all accounts, I mean, she really has been doing the work. She, um, for those who may not have kept up with Amanda Bynes, uh, well, first of all, the conservatorship involved her parents, just like Britney Spears. But this never seemed quite like on the level of Britney Spears conservatorship, Mm-mm. of course, because she her career had kind of dipped and, you know, sort of plateaued at that point. So it wasn't like somebody needed to, like, you know, um, get her prepared for a Vegas residency or anything like right. that. She literally was going through some severe, you know, uh, or intense treatment options and like just completely reconfiguring her life. So her parents were sort of involved in that. And then she kind of did, you know, started to to um, take steps to go in a new direction with her life. She went to fashion school. Um, but lately, and I didn't know this until I was reading through uh, the news we got on Friday, that she's been living in this community of women. And I'm assuming it's women who are going through similar issues. Um, it's called a, well, they describe it as, uh, since 2020, she's been living in what's called a structured community for women. Mm. Last year, she transitioned to an apartment community that offers independent living skills before women live on their own. Oh, wow, so sort of cool. transitional housing. Um, and while she was in that community, she's had to do things like undergo random toxicology screenings, weekly apartment checks, check-ins with her case manager, and the manager said that she's been consistently testing negative for illegal substances and following through with, all, you know, all of the um, expectations that she's had. And this, you know, obviously indicates that she's in a, a place now that her attorneys feel like she can take back some of her choicing skills. Boy, that is a breath of fresh air when you consider the the fight that Britney Spears had to mount in order to just be heard um, and and fight for herself Mm -hmm. that Amanda Bynes. And again, in the past, now I realize it was nine years. um, There have been moments that have been concerning about where she was. There have been times where, you know, remember she did a, I think it was, was it variety or vanity fair? She did a, they did a story on her. And shortly after that, she announced that she was pregnant yeah, and she had this relationship that seemed kind of and questionable. It was sort of a shady yeah. moment, which she obviously wasn't, or at right? Least wasn't I? Mean, probably wasn't, right? Yeah. Um, but so it's refreshing to see her again here in a space where she's working toward being healthier. She's, uh, you know, has support structures in place, and that her family and the court are ready to have this conversation mm-hmm. in a completely up and up way. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, sure. It's so different from what we heard with Britney Spears. Interesting. Um, she did do an interview back in 2018 uh, and said the following. At the- hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart. Protein Plus and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. 
Head to Factormeals.com slash BTPod50 and use code BTPod50 to get 50% off. That's code BTPod50 at Factormeals.com slash BTPod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. That time, which I thought was particularly, uh, you know, eye-opening or clarifying, she said, at, that, at the time in 2010 when this all went down, I had no purpose in life. I'd been working my whole life and now I was doing nothing. And you'll remember that's when she was like, you know, tweeting crazily and like everybody was just like, what is going on with Amanda Bynes? She goes on to say, I had a lot of time on my hands and I would wake and bake and literally be stoned all day long. Um, She did, you know, as recently as 2020, continued to talk about how she's receiving treatment for ongoing health issues and mental health issues um, and that she you know, is supposed to be getting her degree. I don't know if she ultimately did get her degree from the Fashion Institute, but I know that was on her list of things mm-hmm. to do. Again, um, this is, has not been finalized, but but her parents, uh, who certainly are the only ones that probably could have put a roadblocks, have fully said they're not even going to attend the hearing. They're like, we're totally fine with this, and wow. we wish her all the best. Wow. So. I mean, again, to your point, her parents were in charge of her... Um, of her finances and her, I, I, it was just a financial conservatorship, right? No, I'm making that up. It was the whole meal deal. I think they had charge in, they were in control of everything because she, um, I mean, she was on like a 5150 hold back in 2014. And, uh, when this all went down, that's right. Well, in any case, you know, it is refreshing again to see parents who were involved for the right reasons and did not take it as an opportunity to try to exploit or get more out of her estate mm-hmm. um, because she did have a successful career uh, when she was acting. And, um, you know, if Britney Spears is any example, mm-hmm. that was a place where she was under the conservatorship and people were looking to make a buck off of her. Yeah. I would imagine she was forced to work. She wasn't sitting on a ton of money or had a ton of career options in front of her, which probably, you know, prevents um, or decreases the risk that somebody's going to take advantage of financially. True. Well, exciting for Amanda Bynes. Finally, some good news. Yes, that's great news. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got celebrities behaving badly, we call them. And we're going to talk about them after this on My Talk 1071. Breaking up with Paving Badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And uh, we have a name for these celebrities behaving badly. We call them D-Bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Who's your D-Bag? Okay, so it's a mild D-Bag, but oh, this behavior right. you will be able to spot it and critique it. Fabulous. I believe right off the bat, Selma Hayek. Oh, what's going on with Selma? So Selma Hayek on, I believe it was like uh, about a week ago, she took to her Instagram 
to express some well wishes for the queen. Now, that's not what makes her a D-bag. Okay. Um, she says in this Instagram post, long live the queen, wishing Queen Elizabeth a swift recovery from COVID. And then she put the same, um, the same sentiments uh, in Spanish as well, right underneath those sentiments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The accompanying picture, however, is what is drawing attention oh, no. here. It is a picture of uh, like a hearth, a a, uh, a fireplace with a mantle and a large space above it that is filled up with a portrait of mm. Queen Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. And standing in front of that portrait is Salma Hayek herself. Oh, like selfie with the queen. It is this thing that we see celebrities do all the time and even some normal people regular average people when something big happens newsworthy for somebody the tendency to insert yourself into the story oh sure yeah so Mm -hmm. she's obviously using the queen's covid diagnosis yeah like maybe just do the queen yeah Yeah. or yeah yeah just like a picture of the queen but you know selma hayek right there in front of the picture like just maybe save yourself for another post Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, because we are who we are, uh, I did look through the comments and, you know, they vary. Some people see it for what it, you know, the way I see it. Some people are like, look, it's two queens. Everybody's looking fabulous. It's a very attention y situation. Yeah. Celebrity seeking attention. Oh what? my God. Never. Also, I do hope the queen is doing okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. We're not going to find out until Mm -mm. it's done with. But by that, I mean when she's on the other side because they're just being mums the world. You don't mean on the other side, like. Well, either, honestly. Like, whatever. The result will be whatever it's going to be, and we're not going to know until it happens. Until it's done. Right. Yeah. Until it is finished. Yeah. Who's your D bag? Kirstie Alley. Bing bong. (laughs) Frequent flyer. Yeah. Now, I would have seen this tweet from Kirstie Alley uh, earlier this week, except for the fact that she blocked me because, well, I once said something uncomfortable to her that she didn't like. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, I learned about this because of someone we're actually going to talk about later in the show, and his name is Max Schmerkowski. You may remember Max, of course, from Dancing with the Stars. Mm-hmm. You may also remember that at one point, Max was partnered with none other than Kirstie Alley. Mm-hmm. So, okay, old friends reconnecting over uh, some words. Well, not for a good reason, and here's Uh-oh. why. Kirstie tweeted the following uh, three days ago. This was on the 25th. Now, this was tweeted in the context of Russia invading Ukraine. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and to also remind some of the listeners who may have forgotten or just not known, Max. Mm-hmm. From Ukraine. Yeah. More on that later. Kirsty says, quote, I don't know what's real or what's fake in this war, so I won't be commenting. Okay. Oh, you're doing that right now. What? She goes on to say, I'll pray instead. So she tweets that. Okay. Which is like the dumbest thing. Like, what? Again, I, that I would a... have an opinion about it, but she blocked me, so right. I can't have an opinion about also, it. Also, it's. I mean, whatever. Your thoughts are your thoughts. Yeah. Maybe not tweeting about it then. No, but she's trying to be Kirstie Alley. She's trying to be a troll without 
overtly being a troll because I think she can read the room enough to know Mm -hmm. that she should keep her uncomfortable thoughts to herself because what you can tell from those words, again, I don't know what's real or what's fake in this war, so I won't be commenting. Well, if you first of all, if you don't know what's real or fake, like that's your problem because you're not paying attention. Mm -hmm. It's very clear what's happening. And anybody who thinks it's not happening has their head in the sand or is, you know, perhaps uh, on the wrong side of the issue. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to leave it at that. So she says that weirdly like, I don't know. Bye. And then her former, again, I would just think like, you know, hey, I know that Max guy. He might know what's going on because right. guess what? He's actually there. Mm-hmm. He's actually on the ground. Maybe I could talk to somebody who's <laughs> who knows what's real and what's so fake. He responds, thankfully, and says the following. Hey, dear Kirsty, we haven't spoken in a while. Now, he did this, I think, on his Insta story. We haven't spoken in a while, and he posts a picture of her tweet. We haven't spoken in a while, but I clearly remember being next to you while we were organizing, or excuse me, while you were organizing trucks of aid during Hurricane Sandy. And I remember all that you were saying to me about situations where the innocent are suffering. Mm. That same energy is needed right now. No one needs your prayer if you don't know what's real or fake. And, you know, wow, it's just, you know, again, if you're going to say something stupid, prepare for people to call you out on it. And he certainly did. And I think I'm I'm grateful that he highlighted it because, again, I wouldn't have known that she said the stupid thing because I, like many, have been blocked by Kirstie Alley. So now um, we are just reminded that, again, Kirstie Alley, 2022 still a deep end. You know what I love about that too? Well, I a couple things. One, Max kind of has a reputation on Dancing with the Stars of um not always finessing his words um before he says them, right? So he's a person who shoots from the hip. He's very hard on his partners. Um, and he gets results, and that's why people respect him. But the way he chose his words so carefully in that was yeah while stunning. he's in the middle of a country that's, that's being invaded by another country which with was bombs my, dropping around him and still doesn't call her something that the word that other we people, want to that other people would probably call her and that was my immediate second thought is like not only is he being thoughtful about choosing his words mm-hmm. to this person who has not given any thought to choosing her words he's doing that in a time of crisis yeah. for for you know his entire country, but also him in the midst of it mm-hmm. because he's literally in the midst of it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, Kirstie kudos, Alley is a kudos, Max. Yeah. Kudos. Kirstie Alley, you're still on notice. Oh. Also, well, no, I'm not going to do that. Who's she going to, pr- she's Zenu. Is Zenu who she's going to be talking to about oh, this? Oh, I'm not going there. I went there. Sorry. I just, I, it just is, it just I, is. I don't, I like, look, I'm not going to take away anybody's right to say anything they want about anything. And certainly, um, I think that's part of the reason that there is the problems that face the world right now is because people want to choose what words other people can use. However, just know when perhaps less is more. Like, if you don't have something extremely, like, thoughtful, because that there's nothing in that statement. I don't know what you're trying to say. So perhaps you could right. have just known better to keep your mouth shut in that moment because right. you don't have anything to say. Well, she's literally saying, I mean, 
she's making a judgment without making a judgment, which again, I just think is kind of a a double S Y. And also, um, like you're trying to be a troll, but you don't want to really own your trolliness. Like, I don't know what's real or fake. Why do you not have eyeballs? (laughs) But uh, yes. And also it's like, she wants everybody to miss her commentary. It's, it's the equivalent to saying I'm leaving the room right now, you know, to say, I don't know what to say about this. So I'm not going to say anything about it, Yeah, but then I'm going to say something. I'm going to say that I'm not saying anything about it is mm-hmm. all about getting herself attention for what she's allegedly not going to talk I, about. I do also just want to give thanks to Leah Remini, who also called her out and said, um, well, let's see if I can find it. Sorry, I did not think I was going to reference this. Uh, she wrote, so Kirstie Alley can comment on things she knows nothing about, like mental health, psychiatric drugs, and virology, mm. but she won't comment on Putin, who's an evil tyrant. No comment about Russia invading Ukraine, the killing of innocent people, the displacement of Ukrainians. Like, Leah Remedy just shows up and is like, ah, hi! Mm-hmm. And I just love her for that. Yes. So thank you. Yes. That's like the opposite D-bag. Uh, Leah Remini and Max Murkowski. Mm-hmm. And by the way, we'll update you in the third hour with what's actually going on with him because that's like a whole story. Yeah. Well, I still get to see Kirstie Alley's tweets. Oh, what's what's new over there? 40 Rach- minutes ago. Oh, oh great. God. Oh, God. Squirrels have 10 tiny razor blades on their front paws. Don't be fooled. They are sneaky. What? Squirrels? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Okay, thanks. Okay. Wow. Thank you for that commentary. <sighs> Great. When we return, actually, Bradley, it is yeah, next. No, it is. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, I looked at the thing and go, oh, that's this hour. So stay tuned. Yeah. There's more where uh, Max Schmerkowski is concerned, and you'll find out what he is actually dealing with in the world. After this on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And as uh, we sort of mentioned in the last segment, we were talking about some comments that uh, Kirstie Alley made about uh, Ukraine and uh, Max Schmerkowski from Dancing with the Stars, who was her partner. Uh, responded to that, and we were noting that this was a lot to take in when you consider that he's actually there in the midst of what's happening. Yeah, and you know, there has been a lot of, look, the story about Ukraine, you've probably been following it on the news, and it reaches, I mean, it has become a, you know, international, global story, and certainly it, it has affected even our tiny corner of the universe, and that tiny corner, of course, here at my talk is pop culture and entertainment, which is actually not that tiny. But mm-hmm. So there have been a lot of these pop culture overlaps that I've noticed over the last few days since we learned that uh, Russia invaded Ukraine. And it's just been so fascinating to watch these stories play out, or you're just gripped by the... Um, look, uh, stories like these go on every single day on this planet and, um, you know, we should be talking about them more and more, but whenever they reach into our pop culture realm, I think like it's important for us to bring those stories, um, to the conversation. And a few of them have just sort of like popped out and I had no clue that there were these connections. For example, they kept referencing, I don't remember where I was watching, but some news report, and they were referencing the, the mayor of Kiev. 
and the mayor of Kiev um, has the last name Klitschko. And that name, I was like, well, that sounds like that mm. boxer guy that Hayden Panettiere used to be married to. Well, it turns out that's actually her ex-husband's brother, who is the mayor of Kiev. And I was like, that is the weird... I had no, no idea. Clue. And so, um, and there are plenty of stories about what she's been dealing with um, and her... Uh, because you'll remember, she shares a child mm-hmm. with Vladimir. I think his name is Vladimir. Vladimir Klitschko. Yeah, Klitschko. And um, and again, her ex husband's brother is is the the mayor of Ukraine, but he's there. But their child is actually safe and not in Ukraine. And so that was the headline that I saw over in Us Weekly. And I was like, my God, who knew? And she, of course, has been talking about this. She said, um, I've personally witnessed the strength of the Ukrainian people who fought so hard for their independence and have continued to passionately defend their country over the years. Um, and she posted this with a, uh, a picture of, of her ex-husband. She said uh, she goes on to talk about, you know, like her opinions and thoughts and all this stuff, mm-hmm. um, but letting everybody know that um, their child is safe. Which I'm sure a lot of people, you know, would wonder and like, where is she and what's yeah. she doing? And anyway, so that was like one interesting crossover that I wasn't aware of. But then there was this whole other one with Max Shmurkovsky, mm-hmm. who we talked about in the last segment. Now, Max has a brother, Val, and Max and Val are both Ukrainian, of mm-hmm. course. Max is actually in Ukraine, Val not. And Max has been on this like crazy, like roller coaster journey. At one point, most recently, he talked about being arrested. I don't know what that's about. And he doesn't give a lot of details. So I don't know if like he was arrested by like his fellow countrymen or if there were Russian soldiers that uh, he was arrested by, but like literally is in the thick of it, in the midst of it. Mm -hmm. And um, it's just so odd to see stories with people that like normally were like, oh, Max, what do we think about Max Murkowski? He's the hot dancer from Dancing with the Stars, right? Right. Like you just don't think about now caught up in a global crisis. Well, and you know, when we first heard about it, it was his wife, Peter Murgatroyd, who they have a baby together. She's here in the States. I believe she's in the United States. Um, And she took to her own social media to say, you know, listen, I don't usually make personal pleas, um, but Max is in Ukraine, which I, you know, strangely probably got some attention from some people who might not have been paying close attention, meaning, you know, that might have been many people's intersection with what's going on and suddenly everybody's turning their oh, attention to for it for sure and that's why you know a lot of times you'll see people say like actors just keep their mouths shut it's mm-hmm. not their business why do they have pol- political opinions i don't know who that person is by the way but but a lot of times people used to say things like that and to me it's like no actually it's because people might not be paying attention right. that they might be actually watching the sag awards and they see what's his name from succession give a big long speech about the importance of, you know, um, not just the people in Ukraine, but the people in Russia who are, aren't able to to speak their truth mm-hmm. in their mind at this particular moment. Um, I will just say the most recent update that Max gave, and this one came out from this morning, he said... Is he doing... I'm sorry, I, just quick. Is he doing that over social media? Yeah. Is that where we're seeing this? Okay. He says, I'm out here again. I'm safe. Uh, we haven't been told to move, and I'm just following instructions. That's all I can say. The reality is I'm also talking to my friends that are here, the Ukrainians, and the situation is pretty dire. Uh, people are being mobilized in Ukraine. The whole country is being called to war. Um, and, you know, he goes on to... To share more about that, is he is he a citizen? Where is his citizenship? Oh, I don't know. I was it's... just curious about that because I hadn't given thought to that. Um, and 
you know, I, I not. I mean, it doesn't probably change anything overall. But you know, they're encouraging all men of a certain age. Oh, you wouldn't age. be able to leave. Yeah, I can guarantee you that. So that's, um, you know, one thing I have found interesting is like if if you are leaving, at least by all accounts, anyway, if you watch the news, that um, you you don't have to jump through a bunch of hoops, right? That you used used to normally have to jump through when you're trying to leave a country or go into another country. They've been waiving a lot of those visa requirements, so people who want to leave can can actually leave. Mm-hmm. Um, those refugees can move from one place to the other. But to your point, a lot of you know uh, men aged eighteen to like sixty something mm-hmm. are like not allowed to leave. And that's what's actually slowed the process of people leaving the country is because, you know, they're going through one by one and, you know, picking out the people who are a fighting age and keeping them. So I don't know if he's a part of that. I don't know if that's like a concern. I do know that I read somewhere he was um, trying to leave at one point, but one would imagine that he's probably not, you know, not able to do so. But maybe if he's an American citizen, I don't know. I'm telling you, it's still you, crazy it that, is. that stories like these are, you know, in our headlines right alongside with, um, you know, the SAG Awards right. or whatever else is popping in pop culture. Right. It's true. I mean, this kind of headline is smack dab in the middle of the us. It's affecting everything. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, exactly. There, it's it crosses all it crosses all areas. Um, the other thing I was going to say about Max is when he does get home, hopefully safely, um, back to the United States, people are going to be clamoring for interviews with him um, so that he can tell. Oh, for sure. You know, yeah. the firsthand account of like what's actually going on there. And, you know, to the earlier point, for some people, that might be the way that they intersect with the reality of um, what yeah, is like tragically Chris, going on yeah, there. could do some, you know. She could text him. I bet she's got his number. Mm. Has Val said anything? Uh, I don't think so, or at least I didn't read anything about Val. I do know, though, that he's not there. So mm-hmm. he's either in the United States or somewhere else right now. So, um, Well, you know. You do learn. I, like, I think in a, in a situation like this, you do. What's interesting is you don't normally pay attention to like, oh, I know Val and Max are um you know came to the united states because the you know their immigrant story has been a part of their dancing with the stars you know uh, Mm -hmm. experience but like i don't know much about their you know their journey up to this point so it's moments like this where you do learn a lot about people and sort of you know you realize how close we all are to i mean i'm not saying a dancer on dancing with the stars brings us close to global conflict but it does make you realize how interconnected the entire world Absolutely. actually is. Yeah. Absolutely. And it provides an entry point um in a in an unexpected way to the reality of how far reaching this conflict mm-hmm. really is. Um and it's I know it seems silly to say, oh, you know, somebody might be paying attention because their favorite dancing with the stars pro is um is finding himself in the middle of the story. Um, but it is true. This is the way that some people are awake to what's happening on a grand yeah. scale in the world. Yeah. Well, hopefully he will, um, hopefully he'll, he'll get this all sorted out soon. Um, and you can follow it on his social media. Um, oh, absolutely. Ugh. Um, when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, Bradley, to your point last night, was it last night? Yes. 
The SAG Awards. The SAG Awards, yeah. Last were night. last night. I'm sorry. Suddenly I couldn't remember what day of the week it is. It's Monday, Monday guys. It's Monday today. The SAG Awards were on last night. And, uh, you know, it is award season in full swing. See the My Talk Awards, of which we won five. Thank you. Uh, but we're going to talk SAGs when we Sag-ies. come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. All the greatest from last night's SAG Awards. Who won? What did people wear? Who broke their ankle? All of that coming up after this on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071.